This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 379, we're going to talk about stacking some habits. It's a really cool technique. And don't forget, Thursday is Valentine's Day. (sighs) Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. If you are new to the show, I am not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I am just a person like you trying to basically lose some weight. And as I record this, I just turned 54 on Friday. Cake was involved. I am not down any weight. In fact, I'm actually up a little bit. And I got to tell you, I'm not real happy about that. On one hand, I want to give myself a pass and go, look, it was your birthday. You wait like a pig. You'll lose it. But I'm basically in one weekend erased really any progress I've done all year. Yeah. It's like, hey, all that weight you lost from January, it's gone. You're back to square one. And so I'm trying to not obsess over that. Trying to forgive myself because it's not helpful, but it is what it is. And I can only look at what to do from this point forward. So I am still listening. I'm on chapter six now of Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he's got some really great points. I'm really liking this book so far. And the one thing he talks about is, again, don't focus on the results. Don't focus on weight loss. Focus on what works to get weight loss. And so he talks about how the power of tiny gains, like if you just are 1% better, you will basically by the end of the year uh, reap like 37%. It, it, it's kind of like compound interest in a bank, right? Don't you hate it when you, you think about that guy when you were in high school that said, if you could just put, you know, insert small amount of money away, by the time you're whatever age you are now, you will have huge sums of cash in the, and you didn't do it because you're like, well, how is that going to, I can't put $5 a week away. That's not, that's pointless. What's the, and then you look at it like, oh, I understand now. If I'd just done that, I'd be, yeah, okay. Well, it's the same thing. You have these little things that you can do and 
they add up to much, much, much bigger results. And so, and it's, it's not a case of, in some cases, doing like a whole new thing. It's not. We think, oh, well, I've got to do this. I've got to, it's, we kind of know what works, don't we? Like I, when I was eating cake on my birthday, it wasn't like I was sitting there thinking, I wonder if this is going to go against my weight loss strategy. I knew it wasn't, but I did it anyway. Why? Because it's my birthday. You know, February 14th is Valentine's Day. We're all going to stuff our face with chocolate probably. And he just says it really is, instead of doing more things right, this sounds kind of silly when I say it out loud, it's more about doing less of the things that are wrong. Because we actually probably, like right now, I walk on a treadmill every day. I drink lots of water every day. Okay, that's good. But probably a couple times a week, I will, you know, do something that's not good. So if I do less of those, just keep doing what I'm doing and maybe add things that would help, well, then I would be in a better shape. So he has this thing called a habit intention. And this is really just making it obvious. It's you saying, hey, you, I need to do this. And so what you do is it needs to be whatever behavior you're going to do. And you need a time and you need a location. So name the time, place, and location, and I will be there. So you basically tell yourself, all right, I will walk two miles at 7.30 in the morning on my treadmill in the living room. That is a implementation intention. I will get into my workout clothes when I get home at six o'clock, I will walk around the block three times after dinner every night, right? This is what I'm going to do. It's an in, it's, it's, you know, if we want to get into uh, the universe, you know, some people go, Oh, put it out there to the universe. All right, fine. Put it out there to the universe, put it out to you. This is what I'm going to do. And so, and it has to be realistic. Like you can't say, I'm going to meditate for 15 minutes when the kids get home. That ain't going to happen because they're going to be like, mom, what's for dinner? That's just not going to happen. So what you can do then is what if you already have things that you do every day at a certain time? Well, this is what he calls habit stacking. And I'm actually starting to do this because it dawned on me that uh, right now, I'm still having problems with my shoulder, and uh, it's different. It's it's I believe it's called bursitis, and I had problems with this a little while back. They shot me full of cortisone. Fast forward a couple months later, and it's back, but it's different. I didn't lose any mobility like I did last time. It just, my body goes, hey, that's not supposed to feel like that. And uh, so I kind of, that originally, that shut down all my weightlifting. And so I'm like, well, you know, there are other things you can do that don't involve your shoulder and things like that. So what I've been doing now is after I pee, I know too much information, I will do 10 squats or 10 push-ups 
or 10 lunges, something. And it's super easy to do. And I'm here to tell you, uh, the one day I woke up and my boobies were sore. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Those, uh, those push-ups, 10 here, 10 there, 10 there, 10 there. Hey, that starts to add up. And it takes no time to do. And being that I am older, I pee a lot because I drink a lot of water. I pee a lot. Okay, it's habit stacking. And the thing is, though, you still have to have the discipline. Because, A, it's not that hard for me to do that. But there is a time when you have that little voice in your head that goes, you know what, what if I just do 20 next time? No. No, quit looking for the easy way out. Again, quit doing, do less of what doesn't work. So in the case of uh, that, that's doing less of, you know, it's like, no, no, no. I'm going to do more of what does work. And then the other thing he talks about, and this is a another one. We've talked about why do you invent? Why do you invent? Why do you invite the enemy into your house? And I know sometimes you're like, well, and by the enemy, I mean food that, again, you go, oh, you know what? I don't think the Twinkies are helping the diet. I don't think the chocolate. I don't think the ice cream. I don't think the pie and cake is helping my weight loss. So why are you inviting the enemy into your house? Well, he also does, he says, and we've talked about this before, design your environment. I feel better when my apartment is straightened up. As I record this right now, I can't see my desk. It's here somewhere. I can't see it. But there's something about that. There's a whole book about make your bed. And it talks about just starting off the day, making your bed is kind of like, Okay, it it somehow gives you a shot in the arm. So your environment makes a difference. So he says, hey, you want to eat more fruit? Here's a novel idea. Put the chips in the cupboard, put them up on the top shelf where you can't see them, and put the fruit on the open out on the counter. I think one of the reasons I drink more water now is I bought myself, which is stupid, because ice is free. All it takes is a freezer. But I went to, to Walmart and bought myself an ice maker that puts out these cute little cubes. So I don't have to hassle with the ice cube trays. That is such a first world problem. Oh, I don't have to deal with the ice cube trays. Lovey. But consequently, uh, when I walk into my kitchen, there it is. It's like, oh, let's get some ice, fill it up with some water. Off we go. So put the good stuff out for you to see and eat. A couple episodes ago, we interviewed my buddy who was dancing in the garage to lose weight. And he said, drink a glass of water before you you eat. That's another habit stacking. Now, normally we do the habit after we do something, but hey, we all eat, drink a glass of water before you eat. So take something that you do anyway, like, I don't know, eating and peeing Brushing your teeth, hopefully, that's a habit, and add another habit to that. Maybe you want to read more. Okay, put a book on your bed. Maybe you put your TV remote on a book so that when you go to turn on the TV, oh, there's the book. There are all sorts of things you can do to do that because, again, it doesn't take a ton of stuff. It just needs a little bit of doing the right 
things. The book is, uh, again, it's called Atomic Habits. You can actually get it for free if you're new to Audible. Just go to LogicalLoss.com slash free book or LogicalLoss.com slash Audible. Either one, I think, will take you to the same place. And uh, it will definitely help you out with that. He says, uh, the other thing is we often expect progress to be linear. One plus one equals two, I will say, right? We we just think, well, if I do this and do that... And if you ever look at, if you're tracking your weight, if you're tracking your, it's never linear. It's never a straight line. And he says, at the very least, we hope it will come quickly. But in reality, the result of our efforts are often delayed. It's not until months or years later that we realize our true value of the previous work that we've done. Uh, This can result in a valley of disappointment Now, what does he mean by this? Well, you think your weight loss is just going to go straight up. And instead, it starts out and it almost goes sideways. It doesn't go up at all. In fact, it doesn't do anything. And then all of a sudden, you start to see this little bit of, of, like, if this is an arrow pointing up, it starts to point up, starts to, but then eventually, boy, if you keep with it, it takes off. Well, that's the whole thing. That that part where we think when we first start out that it's just going to go right off in the sky doesn't. And that's the valley of disappointment. That's why a lot of people quit. Uh, I do that with podcasts. I teach people how to podcast. And there's a an amazing statistic that most people do not make it past episode seven of a podcast. Now, why is that? Because in their head, they're like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and I'll do a couple episodes, and probably by episode eight, I'll be on, uh, you know, Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. Well, it, it doesn't work that way. Now, I've been doing this for 14 years, podcasting, not this podcast. I've been doing this quite a while, but uh, podcasting now, for me, well, number one, I'm in the, not that it's a big deal, but the Academy of Podcasters Hall of Fame, because I didn't quit. And that's kind of my joke. When people go, wow, you're a Hall of Fame podcaster, I'm like, yeah. Apparently, if you don't quit, they'll let anybody in. That's a joke. But the bottom line is I worked hard at this for many, many years. And like now, I I just got asked to speak in Utah. I'll be in Utah in June. That's cool. Why? Because I didn't quit. And so one way is, again, to kind of ensure that you don't quit is, number one, make it obvious. Make a pact with you. You will make a pact with you and say, look, I'm going to do this at this time in this location and then do it. And you will be amazed at how you feel when you get done. And and it could be, look, it could be something like I'm going to walk around. I'm going to go out and get the mail. Although you have to do that. That could be one. I'm going to do five squats when I get the mail or I'm going to walk around the block and then get the mail on the way back in. Or I'm going to walk down to the corner and back when I get something, right? But you have to have something that's an intention. This is what I intend to do. And then just do more of the right stuff and less of the wrong stuff. It's really, I know it sounds like, but it is true. And when I look at this past weekend of my birthday, I did a lot of things that I went, oh, yeah, that wasn't good. And that was, mm mm-hmm, you know, and then what's fun is when your brother takes you out on Friday and then your sister wants to take you out on Saturday. You're like, oh, this is, mm, oh boy, we should have probably combined these. No. So another thing you can do again is we kind of wrap this up. 
is what he calls habit stacking. Take a current habit, getting the mail, eating, sleeping, brushing your teeth, cooking, whatever it is, watching TV. You know, I have the I had the thing this whole football season. I could not watch football unless I was on a treadmill. That was my thing. And it worked. I just need a sport that I like. The, the other bad thing is I live in Ohio. I live near Cleveland and our sports teams are horrible. So that's where you go up. Oh, need a new habit. Need a new need a, something that that habit stack is not going to work. So those are some tips and like I say I've just started now into uh Chapter seven. And what I like about this book is he has resources because so many times they have charts and graphs and things like that. And he's like, look, if you're listening to this on an audiobook, go to this website and you can see all the graphs and stuff that he's talking about, which I thought was a really nice touch. Speaking of little things that add up, I want to say a special thanks to Alice, Kevin, Master Cauldron, Laura, Nikki, Sergio, and Valerie for coming over to LogicalLosers.com. That's a private Facebook group we have through Patreon, and it helps keep the lights on here. You can join for as little as a buck, and if you give me $5 a month, what is that per day next to nothing? Well, then you hear me say your name like I just did there, so I do Appreciate everybody helping me keep the lights on here at the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Next Thursday is Valentine's Day. And I'm single. Ah! Yeah, that's my whole thought on that. It's interesting. I actually went out and Googled, you know, making it through Valentine's Day alone. And some of the suggestions on the internet were not helpful. Drink was one I saw. Ah, get a bottle of wine. And I'm like, really? Because I'm thinking February 15th, somebody's going to call off from work. (laughs) Not a good one was bake. Make yourself a pie. Not a good idea, I'm thinking. The the bottom line is here's what I'm going to do I should pull up an old diary I have. And go, oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> I remember arguing over the most stupid stuff. I don't miss that. Uh, you know, maybe do that. The bottom line here is, and it's one of those things where, like, when you buy a car, that all of a sudden, everywhere you look, there's somebody driving a car like yours. Well, when you're single on Valentine's Day, it seems like every commercial is about, you know, let her know she's the one for you, you know, which is always kind of interesting that you ever notice that like all the Valentine's Day commercials are for dudes to buy things for women. There's never like, hey, this Valentine's Day, let your man watch football and don't bother him. You know, there's never anything like that. But the bottom line is you're going to feel like everybody's in a couple except me. Nobody loves me. Everyone hates me. I'm going to go eat worms. Yeah, that's that's not helpful. So that would be my one thing. Don't compare yourself to others. Realize there are a ton of people in your boat. 
And if you're really like, I need somebody in my life, well, there are only 8 million online dating sites. I have so many of my friends that tell me, because I'm older, that I should be on Tinder. And I'm like, I thought Tinder was just for people who wanted to do the old, and I'm like, no, I guess uh, so. Uh, I'm not going on Tinder anytime soon, but, uh, you know, if you really, there are, I mean, I found a wife online. It did not last, but I did, you know, wife number two was, I believe on Yahoo personals. If I remember right, might've been match.com. I don't know. But if that's something you really, well then do something about it. But my, I just, what I hate to hear is when people compare themselves to somebody else. You know, all my friends, uh, let's, let's take me. All my friends are married with kids, if not grandkids. So it's kind of weird when I am not married, I don't have any kids, hence I don't have any grandkids. And so it sometimes makes you feel like you're on the outside looking in. But ask yourself this question. What does this enable me to do? that I normally could not. And so I always tell people, people that are married go, man, I wish I was single. And single people go, oh, it'd be so great if I had someone. Well, there's pros and cons to each situation. So my big advice, how do you get through Valentine's Day? Number one, don't think about it. Think of it as, I don't know, Thursday. There's a way to think of it. Instead of comparing it, uh, just think of it as the second Thursday of the month because it's the second Thursday of the month and there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a mutant. (laughs) And someday you may find someone. I myself, not in a giant hurry at this point. And... If you are, well, then do something about it. Throw yourself out there. See what happens. And you'll probably be (laughs) telling yourself next year, don't do, no, I'm just kidding. But I just, I I know, see, I don't want to paint with a wide brush. I have met women in the past that it's that whole stupid fairy book, you know, romance novel, you complete me that when there's no one to complete them, they feel incomplete. No, you're absolutely complete. You're awesome. And it just, you need to maybe go out a bit so other people can see how awesome you are, or you can just stay home and enjoy your own awesomeness. So don't, don't lose your cookies over Valentine's day. It's a day. It's a day on the calendar. Don't let them, don't compare yourself to others. It's the second Thursday of the month because right now as I record this, I don't know why, I am super tired. It is about five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm ready for a nap. And when you have something like a lack of sleep or something that triggers you emotionally, you're kind of fighting a battle without some of your armor. And I know for me, as I often say, my give a damn is busted and I have to be very careful. And so I'm staying inside today. I'm not going out because if I do, I'm going to end up in a Wendy's drive through I can guarantee you that. I got plenty of food in the fridge and I have to understand that, yep, today I'm a little weaker than usual and I've got plenty of salad and chicken 
in the fridge. So I'm just staying inside today. And then I'm going to go to bed earlier tonight to do the right thing. And so if you think to yourself, you know, yeah, Dave, I know that it's just the second Thursday of the month, but it's still going to kind of bum me out. Well, okay. Well then just realize that and stay away from things like, I don't know, chocolate and fast food and pizza and whatever. And just go, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not even going to tempt myself with that. And I say good on you for that. Some people are like, no, you got to push through. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Sometimes the smart thing is to acknowledge your own weaknesses for now. It's not going to be a weakness forever, but right now I'm not going to be able to handle that as well as I want to. So don't sweat the small stuff. And in my book, Valentine's Day is the small stuff. Unless, of course, you have someone. Now, if you have someone, I urge you to do something with them. And here's my best advice for anyone in coupledom. Turn off your phone. Yep, you heard me. It sounds like that's crazy talk. Go out with your significant other and turn off your phone. But what if the kids know? See, I was raised in a, a time back in the day when there weren't any cell phones. And it turns out my parents could go out and nobody caught on fire. And if there were, there were things like neighbors that helped out. But oddly enough, nobody caught on fire. So dedicate some time to your other person in your life, if you're in a relationship, and just let them know how awesome they are. That's theory. That's both sides of the story of that. Because sometimes... That's what it's supposed to be about. It's fun with chocolate and roses and blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is, hey, I think you're cool. And it's not good if you go, hey, you know what? There's something I really don't say enough. And I got to, I just need to make sure you understand. Oh, hold on. I got to take this. Yeah, that's that's just not, it kind of ruins the whole thing there. So anyway, thank you so much. Again, if you'd like to support the show, LogicalLosers.com. And until next week, which I will be down, I'm, I'm like I say, I'm going to use my, uh, I'm not getting into self-loathing, but I'm not happy with the fact that I fell into the birthday cake hole, but I can come back from that. And uh, I will be talking about that in the next episode, as well as I'll probably wrap up the Atomic Habits book. It's a book that I want to listen to more. That's, that's a good thing. So thank you so much. Take care. And uh, we'll see you next week. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com Thanks again for listening You know they say knowledge is power Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon You can do this Live right, lose weight, live long I just wanna be thin I don't deny it Thin, I wanna try it Thin, but I can't buy it Guess I'll have to just die it Thin, won't tell you lies Thin, I won't I'll be
I guess I'll have 